listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi, everyone. It's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 4th of January 2023. Later, Australian shares bounce back. But first, to the US, where fears of a recession are concerning investors and hit Tesla shares down 12% overnight. It saw record deliveries of electric vehicles in 2022, but below market expectations. So, where to now for the company and for the general EV sector? For more, I spoke earlier with Josh Gilbert. He's a market analyst at eToro. I think it points to the sort of high standards that Tesla has ultimately set itself um, over the last sort of few years. Uh, and given those high standards, you know, Wall Street uh, and investors uh, expect a fair, a fair bit. And as you said, um, it's obviously missed expectations. Um, still coming in at 40% growth uh, year over year on deliveries, but that actually has missed expectations of 50% growth that sort of Elon Musk has sort of set out plenty of times um, on earnings calls in 2022. Um, so he set the bar very high. Um, but ultimately, you know, they, they've missed that bar. And what we're starting to see um, at the end of 2022 was that companies were ultimately setting themselves lower bars to then hopefully beat expectations coming through. Uh, but Tesla has done the opposite. So I think in January, um, we need Tesla and Elon Musk to ultimately come out, give a clear target for 2023, um, and also tell us how they're going to navigate this sort of difficult period that we're seeing at the moment. Tesla shares, though, have plummeted more than 70% over the past 12 months. How much has this got to do with company fundamentals and how much with Elon Musk fo- focusing a lot of his attention on Twitter? Yeah, look, I think a big part of it has come down to obviously one, the sort of the current macro environment that we're in. Um, obviously, there's big fears in the US over a sort of a recession. Um, and ultimately, a lot of stocks in the US are sort of starting to price that in. But as you say, the, the big thing here is obviously that acquisition um, that Musk has has obviously made in Twitter. Um, obviously, just before Christmas, he sold another 22 million shares of Tesla. You know, and he told us that he wouldn't be selling any more shares. So that's put the shares under sort of immense pressure. And he's ultimately taking his um, you know, his time away from Tesla at a time when Tesla shareholders need him the most. It's a really difficult period. And, and ultimately, he's sort of losing track of that. If we do look at the fundamentals, though, you know, they're, they're fantastic. Um, they're sort of stuck really for, for Tesla during this period. Earnings growth was 69% in the last quarter. Um, you know, profits ultimately are still high in that sense. We're seeing margins that are admirable um, and cash flow is, is still strong. So I think it just really comes down to sort of that pricing in of a recession um, and just the difficulty that we're seeing from Elon Musk being distracted uh, by what is, uh, you know, a social media network that is a money pit right now for Elon Musk. And what do you make about the whole EV sector and in terms of the the minerals and materials that supply it, namely lithium? Um, are they still favourable in this environment? Look, I think the growth is definitely still there in regards to sort of EVs. Um, we saw 70% growth in, in the electric vehicle sector last year. Um, so it's still there. That sort of electric vehicle transition is, is still happening. We're still seeing trillions of dollars um, of investment from from governments, um, we're seeing more initiatives from governments as well and incentives coming through uh, across the globe for for EVs. Um, and that's still happening. I think when we talk about sort of you know the lithium price, for example, that may begin to cool within the next sort of year or so if there are fears over demand. And, and that's what's happening with the, the Tesla at the moment is that 
you know, ultimately investors are fearing that there is going to be sort of a demand issue as we move into 2023. And that could affect the lithium price. But for the longer term, ultimately, we're going to see a continued rising lithium price as, you know, EVs continue to, to grow in popularity. Um, this isn't a trend that is is sort of tailing off. This is a trend that is just getting started. Um, and we're going to con- see, continue to see EVs uh, grow. And, and ultimately, you can see it in your everyday lives. Um, you see more Teslas on the road. You see more chargers going across, um, you know, different states in Australia. And, and that's going to continue to happen across the globe. That is eToro market analyst Josh Gilbert there from the US. Let's go to the Australian share market now where the ASX 200 rose 1.6% to 7,059, making up more than the losses we saw yesterday, which fell 1.3%. For more, I spoke earlier with Ben Clark. He is a portfolio manager at TMS Capital. Yeah, markedly higher. And look, it's the volumes are tiny at this time of year, and it's really due to um, the futures market. It moves our market up or down quite significantly because there's just no one in front of screens at the moment. So you get exacerbated moves over the Christmas New Year period. That should start to normalise next week. You got the US Fed meeting minutes due out tomorrow morning. The US inflation story, the interest rate story. How is the market thinking this will play out this year and the implication for shares? And it's probably the most important thing to be looking at this year. I, I think there is a growing view that the market's feeling that inflation might normalise quite rapidly this year. We're seeing a lot of leading indicators saying that it is. Um, rates potentially could peak in the end of the first quarter in the US. I feel like the market's attention is starting to turn to the damage on corporate earnings that the very fast pace of rate hikes we saw last year is going to have. And I think that's going to be the biggest talking point maybe in 2023. What about the other talking point, which is China and its reopening? I saw an interesting note from KPMG today saying that China's decision to um, to rip off the Band-Aid and let COVID-19 work its way through the economy as quickly as possible will ultimately be good news for Australia. So potential hits to the economy in the first half in the, in China, but then a recovery in the second. What are you thinking? It's, it's the one thing that wasn't priced in last year it was the one big piece of news. And I, I think it hasn't been priced in because no one expected it to happen so quickly and so early. It was probably something we thought in the second half of this year we might start to see play out. I think you could make a really good case that this could be a big positive for markets. You know, you, you could see that um, reopening boom happen across 1.4 billion people who have been locked up for the last three years. It could be a big negative because it's going to create in the short term more pressures on supply chains, which might create more pressures on inflation, which means that rates need to go up faster, which is not good for markets. We're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out because the other X factor is how does the government react to it? And we just don't know these sort of things. Ben Clark there, Portfolio Manager at TMS Capital. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. (laughs) 